What is up, guys? Jordan here, or Zagami, or whatever you want to call me. Welcome back to the Z4 podcast, the ninth podcast. You already know the boys. Introduce yourselves. Um, I'm Ryan Miller, 70. I was going to say something in Japanese, but like, it's stupid. I'm Atlas. And I, Atlas am, and I am Rema. Konnichiwa, sensei. Konnichiwa. My name is David Kuhn. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we don't really have much news time really so you know what let's go on to the first thing so we'll talk about the skyward sword amiibo um first context for it uh nintendo announced an amiibo of, of zelda and the loft wing uh it's 25 dollars and it all and the amiibo gives you basically for uh, for war's wind if you use it on the ground, you instantly teleport to the air, and when you use it again, you go back to where you initially used it. On the ground, I think. Yeah. Well, I figure, like, if you tap it while in, like, Skyloft or something, then, like, it'll probably t- take you back to the air or something. Then you no, tap no, it again to go back to Skyloft. No, 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 no. Wait, uh, so if you use it in the air, anywhere in the air, it takes you somewhere to the ground, right? Oh, even if you hadn't used it already? No, no, no. I, I'm not exactly sure. This amiibo, this form of fast travel is a, a little bit more complex. I understand it has something to do with like how the world is set up and everything, so I'm not sure. Maybe it just instantly gets you on the bird. Yeah, that's maybe. just the main thing. Yeah. My question. Yeah. My question is, what about the areas that kind of like get changed, like uh, Faron Woods? What if you used it like way earlier in the game during where it's not flooded? And then when it's flooded and you use it again, but now it's flooded, so where does it take you? Like, does it take you above water or something? What are you talking Maybe about? Maybe it just won't let you use it. Yeah. Are, you, are you saying, like, if you get it before you can fly? No, 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 no. Cause, like, it, no, no, he's saying if you use the amoeba, like, you, you remember how um the woods get kind of, like, flooded with water yeah. and shit, and you have to, like, get rid of all the water. He's saying, like, what if you use the amoeba the first time you went down there and then, like, you tap it again to teleport back after it's flooded. Oh. Um, my theory is that it either won't work at all, or it will put you back there. It's just, like, above the water. Yeah. The normal area where it puts you, I don't think it would, like, do anything. I, I, I think it'll do... I think I'm going with the first option, where yeah. it just doesn't work at all. Yeah. Yeah, it might just not work with that, too. There is definitely going to be a glitch found with this kind of thing. There's going to be glitches, and there's going to be two speedrun categories, one with Amiibo and one without. How does like, speedrun work now? I, I mean, there's several, like, Nintendo speedruns that uh, use and don't use Amiibo. I think uh, Breath of the Wild's speedruns are split between Amiibo use and not use. Um, yeah, because you can give yourself Lucky Pawn or whatever. All right. Now, now that we talked about the functionality, let's talk about our our feelings towards the morality of this amiibo because personally i find this to be pretty freaking stupid all right uh, let me just say that i've already had problems with amiibo in the past with do shit like this i feel amiibo should only only add in bonuses things that do not affect the overall experience uh metroid uh 2 uh, i think had a hard mode i walked behind an amiibo that was kind of stupid um and then this it's locking fast travel behind it i feel like any feature that is constricting 
a gameplay feature that's like uh, that's uh, over detrimental to the overall experience i think that's pretty shitty in of itself yeah i'm the opposite i've always hated games that just use amiibo as cosmetic shit like costumes in mario kart or random items in breath of the wild i've always preferred amiibos that actually gave you something useful like extra units in uh fire emblem fates or codename steam i'm i'm okay with like it having a bit of content like uh Again, bonuses, like an extra dungeon or something like that. Yeah, sure. That's a bonus, right? That's fine. But like something like fast travel, that's really ridiculous. Mm. I still think the best Amiibo functionality to this day, bar none, not going to lie, is Mario Tennis Ultra Smash on the Wii U. Oh, yeah, because you could actually train them and take them online. I'm surprised they didn't come back for aces. Yeah. Or, or shit that Aces could have had, but didn't. Yeah, and it would have been so easy to make it done for Aces as well. Uh, would, have, would have been even better to put it back in Smash. Or not back in Smash, but put it in Smash Ultimate. Yeah. Just, you know, make it so you could only use them in, like, friend lobbies or something. Or just lobbies in general. Yeah. Make it, like, an option and be like, hey, you can toggle Amiibo on and off for this lobby. Exactly. And I know Steven uh, also didn't like the announcement when I told him, yeah, it's fast travel, but it's locked behind him and me and Amiibo. Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm definitely on on, on Rema's side here. Um, I, I see both sides. Um, I like it when Amiibos do cool stuff too. But in this case, I don't understand why they get... Cause uh, I, 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 you know, I played Skyward Sword about... Um, how long was it again? Like, in like six months, I think, when I was on my like Zelda, Zelda tirade to like finish up the ones I hadn't played yet. So I played through Skyward Sword because um, I was pretty against it for a while, and now I'm not as against it. Like I definitely see why people like it so much. You know, I gave it like a fair try, and like my only problems walking away from it, honestly, was motion controls, which I mean those are removed now, so yay. But it wasn't even like the sword motion controls because like the sword motion controls are fine. For the most part, I only think it gets bad when the enemies are in like really tight areas. Like you have to deal with like five bokoblins with like the shields and like a small corridor because they all block in different directions. So like you can't, you just can't account for that. So like there's times where you'll swing, you'll hit somebody's shield. Like it, it gets really messy. Does it? Um, doesn't the game just have you like attack one bokoblin at a time, even if you're in a group? Like it's no, you can you can lock on, but that doesn't matter because even if you're locked onto one and there's one next to it, if you swing your sword, the other ones still like switch their posture. There's probably some group mechanic thing going on there, but it's just in tight areas the combat gets really messy. I think. Um, doesn't happen all the time. Usually you're in pretty open areas in Skyward Sword. Um, but I, I actually don't have anything against the sword stuff. I think they did a really good job of making sure that um, the, the movements were read correctly. And stuff like the Garahim fight is really good. And uh, I wish there was more of that, but there wasn't. Um, Garahim's like the only enemy that really takes into account like sword stuff. Every other enemy is kind of like about... slash horizontally, slash vertically. What about, you know? I mean, that, that fight with the the captain skull on the sand ship was kind of... Yeah, that was good too. I forgot about that one. That was awesome. Oh yeah, that's my favorite fight. Um, he was good. Garam was good. Um, like any, any boss that really took advantage of that. And again, aside from those two, none of them really go as deep as like the captain or gear him do. Like those are by far the best use of the sword in the game. But otherwise it was fine controlling it. 
Um, my only problem with the motion stuff was like on anything that wasn't related to sword. Like, why is swimming tied to motion control? Yeah, I knew you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> there's, there's so many times when I jump in the water and Link just freaks out. It's it's bad. The minecart stuff on motion, like everything that is just like why, like they, they, it's like they said, hey, let's just throw motion on everything. And like that was kind of one of my problems. I'm like, why does everything need motion? Like maybe this is like the first. This how how late was uh, Skyward Sword in Louise's lifespan? Very late. It was yeah. I mean, it's like the game, but like it was super late in the Wii's life. If yeah. it was like one of the first ones, I kind of would have understood it more. But like when it's that late, like why is everything on motion? Like come on, bro. Like everything. But apparently in the new one you can uh, change that. But like outside of that, honestly, I didn't really have any problems with the game. And uh, the other problem was backtracking, right? Because um, you have to go to every area in this game three times, and they're the only three areas in the game. Granted, I appreciate that they kind of change a little bit, uh, mostly on, like, the, um, the third visit, I think. They all change, like, the most, but a lot of times the changes don't even make sense. Like, when the when Farron Woods is, like, flooded, right, and you show up, <laughs> and the fish person or the dragon or whoever is like, um, I need you to go get these music notes to, uh, Why? To, to prove that you're uh, really worthy of whatever. Like, didn't I just do that? Like, the whole point of your second visit was to go in the temple to prove to this fish person that, like, you're capable. So, like, why am I doing this a third time? And, like, granted, you've changed the area, but I still had to contend with motion, motion swimming controls to get these notes underwater for, like, no reason. Um, like, a lot of the game is just nothing there's no reason for a lot of it but you know again the big the problem i had was okay you're going through these three areas that are the only three in the game and like it's really just one main area uh and it's it's unusual that the game didn't have a fast travel system because every zelda game pretty much has had fast travel like ocarina of time fast travel majora's mask fast travel breath of the wild fast travel Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, and all these games have fast travel, except this one. The one where you go to three areas constantly doesn't have backtrack or fast travel. And I was like, what? It, it just didn't make sense to me. And I said, when they announced the Skyward Sword HD, the only thing I want to see is fast travel. Because I think it would help a lot. Because again, you're three areas the whole time, and there's like nothing in the sky. The sky is worse than the Great Sea. Like, and they're both bad. Hear me out. Listen, 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 listen. Talking. They're both bad. <laughs> I actually like Great Sky. Okay, like aesthetically or whatever, I, I don't care about aesthetically. I'm talking like in terms of like stuff to do. The Great Sea is better. Like facts. There, there's like battles you can do. There's a lot more things to explore, like islands and stuff. You have the boss fights against like the squids, the ghost ships out. Like there's cool stuff out there. I'm not saying like it's more interesting because it, it isn't. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna try to argue that it is, but. Um, in terms of, like, content, the Great Sea is better than the sky. Because, again, there's nothing to do up there. There's, like, one, I think, island away with, like, the house you have to go to, like, two times for story reasons. But outside of that, there's, like, nothing up there. There's the goddess cubes, which you hit on the ground to go up to the sky. But that's, like, basically the treasure system from uh, Wind Waker. Outside of that, there's no boss. There's one boss battle up there, but it's a story fight. Outside of that, there's no boss battles. There's, like, no... There's nothing up there. So, like... Um, the fact that, like, Great sees you around with no fast travel is just, like, that's all I wanted to see. And then they are like, alright, we're putting fast travel out on Amiibo. I'm like, oh, so you gotta spend $60 for the game, which, um, 
I mean, Nintendo's notorious for this now. And then it's uh, more expensive than the original game back in 2011. Yeah, the, the original game's like, what, 25 on the uh, Wii U eShop channel right now? No, 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 no. Um, when it came out, it was still $50. Oh, and you got a Wii remote, but... Uh, but and a soundtrack. That's, what's, that's besides the point. I'm just saying, like, right now, your options for playing Skyward Sword be going to Wii U, get it for, like, 25 bucks, which is the same price as the Amiibo, which is hilarious. So it'd be like, get the, or get the, get the Wii U version, or just emulate it. Which you can take out the motion controls yourself, people already have. So like, I don't know, aside from Switch convenience, or like already having a Switch, that'd be the only reason I could justify it. I mean, we can, we can ar- honestly argue about the price thing for like, the end of time, because it's just stupid. But yeah, all I wanted to see was fast travel. And like, then they do this, when it should have just been in the game. Like, <laughs> I, I'm okay with Amiibos doing more like i like the fire emblem one like ryan brought up um apparently the mario tennis thing is cool i I don't have mario tennis so i can't speak on that one but i do have smash you know um i like it when amiibos do stuff but when amiibos do something like that's this simple of a design that just should be in the game it it just doesn't make sense to me like it's it's just bad (laughs) it's just like it's it's it just doesn't make sense. Like, this is something that should have absolutely just been in the game. The the, the Loftwing Amiibo could have done, like, a number of different things, right? The fact that it even does something tells me they were willing to add functionality to this game. Because outside of this, we haven't seen any new content in the game, aside from this Amiibo. But it tells me they can add content to it, and they just chose to lock it behind something, and, like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, I think the Amiibo is, like, really bad. But, like, it's Nintendo, you know? It is what it is. Like, I can't do anything about it. I'm not buying the game. Deadass, I think. I would would never recommend this version of the game to anybody for any reason. Like, I can't... I can argue, like, Wind Waker HD to somebody new, because, like, you get the Swift sale. Um, What else? I think Wind Waker also streamlined, like, a couple things. Not a whole lot, but I think it it streamlined a few things. It shortened the Triforce quest, I know that. Yeah. So, like, it did that. Uh, Twilight Princess HD, I, honestly, I could argue for you Twilight Princess, like, either way, honestly. Like, um, I, I've played both versions of Twilight Princess HD, and, like, I personally don't think the uh, Tears of Light thing was even a problem in the first one. Like, I don't remember those sections going on for too long anyway, like that. I don't know. Maybe maybe people got mad at those. If they did, it's fine, but I don't think, like, that alone is enough to, like, justify... Uh... I think you could go either, either way with that one, but with this one... Considering its price, I would I would just never recommend this version to anybody. Like I just I just can't. <laughs> Even though you can get rid of like the motion controls or whatever, you just like emulate this game for free and just do it yourself. Like it's it's easy. Like I there's no reason in this to anybody, like ever. Unless the price was lower. It's just Ultimately I think maybe both stupid. Any other thoughts on it? Y'all go off. I mean I don't think it works in like, because you keep bringing up, or you brought up the, the fa- how fast travel worked in other games, whereas I don't think that's how the fa- it works here, because in the other games, it would be, like, teleporting from one area to another area to another area. Like, you didn't have to be connected. Like, like I, like I said, it's a lot closer to For Wars Wind than, like, the Song of Skies or whatever it was. Yeah, it, it would be like, it would be like in Wind Waker if you could just get access to the boat from, like, anywhere. Yeah, like basically, it's it, not like true fast travel, but it's still better than walking to the statue. Having the statue be your only option 
like it's again it's just such a simple mechanic that like i don't know why it's locked behind an amiibo like it, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever and I, I and honestly it would have been so easy to find some kind of replacement uh you know maybe make an, uh, another island up here in the sky that does, has a mini game or a dungeon or even just have Lothwing change colors like that's so simple to do why not do it Look, Nintendo realized they can literally get away with anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because so, people are going to buy it anyway, so that they can do this. Because they know they're going to make money from it. I keep telling these people, I keep telling y'all. 3D All-Stars was the example, or 3D All-Stars was like the test. I would I would, I would argue that the Wii U ports were another. I, mean, I think they've always done it, but like, I think 3D All-Stars was like the first one where like, not just like people against Nintendo were like, wow, this is kind of scam <laughs> yeah this was that, that, was, that was definitely a time I, I remember like people were definitely starting to push back i started seeing it was like videos normally i think when nintendo does stuff people are like like i think the casual people are like yeah we'll buy it but this i think 3d all-stars wasn't the first time people were like wow this is like wow freeze <laughs> <laughs> was 60 dollars and it just added one character and that was it yeah tropical freeze yeah that's literally all i did was just add one character i know some people don't care about price when it comes to gaming ryan but i think there are some can it can add some context you know like tropical freeze there's very little reason for that to be full price i've always been on the side of is the game fun yes or no if yes then the price is justified context for me because like i'm willing to pay any price for just a fun experience probably for you should have been 50. Like, I don't know, I've always hated the arguments that I've seen of, like, a game has to be X amount of hours long in order to be worth the full price, or it has to be, like, it has to fit these, like, different requirements in order to justify a certain price. And, like, I mean, I think that's pretty stupid, too, but I don't think something like just being fun can be, like, yeah. enough to justify money. a $60. Like, for you personally, it can, but, like, for the... Like, if I were to release, like, my RPG, like, right now and charge, like, 60 bucks for it, like, even if it was the funniest, or, like, the funnest, like, 20 seconds of your life, I still wouldn't justify $60 for it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, right? I've always been for the side of, I'm willing, or I want games to, uh, what's the saying? I want games to look worse, be shorter, and still cost the same, and I'm not joking. Like, uh, I don't know, especially when it's something like this that's already been released before and does have a cheaper alternative. Um, and then you're also gauging it against other companies that do this and give you more for less. Like, for less, yeah. The collections you can get for, like, old games, like Sly Cooper. Um, Metal Gear Solid has, like, one that gives you every game, right, for, like, yeah. 50 bucks or something. Um, like, all these old games that do the same thing that Nintendo's doing, um, and you get more content, like, it's it's... Bad. Far less. Like it's literally just bad. <laughs> like I don't know how else to say it. Like it's it's just bad. Look, I'll never be able to see it through those eyes. Yeah, because like I don't know, just so many other companies do it so much better. Like they'll do four remakes and like sell them way cheaper than like what Nintendo will charge. I, it's, I don't know. It's just it's like if Activision yeah. had sold like all the like. Spyro games individually for 60 bucks each. I honestly wouldn't have like batted an eye at it. Like, yeah, they, they sold the reignited for like 40 or whatever it was. But like, I also went in expecting it was 60. 
and didn't know it was cheaper until the day I paid for it. And that was a good deal though, because they gave you full like three full remakes. Yeah, and it's still bucks, cheaper like, than this, which is again. And I didn't get the game for like I know it's on sale right yeah. now. It's the store. <laughs> like I just got it today. The spiral one, it's like fifteen dollars right now. You're getting three like four remakes. That's crazy. Like even though the third one's kind of booty because yeah. they outsourced it. Nintendo though, Twilight Princess, I bet. Twilight Princess and Wind Waker are going to get released separately for like $50 each. No Zelda, All-Stars, whatever collection. No, I think they're going to be individually released or HD versions for like $50 on Switch. I mean, that'd still be like an upgrade though, right? How much How much were they out for originally? 50 Oh, okay. I mean, at least not 60 It's $10 less you're getting there. It's going to be 60 I don't know why Jordan keeps saying 50 what, what is... Oh, shit. Yeah, they would be 60 Oh my god, yeah, never mind. What is if Nintendo re released Twilight uh, Princess and Wind Waker? Uh, you know it's a sixty, and you know it's going to be separated. Yes, yeah, yeah, we were saying Jordan kept saying 50 when I was Atlas and I were sitting here, like, what are you talking about? They're going to be 60. It's going to be 60. We're about to be paying 180 for Zelda All Stars. Instead of That's... instead of a sixty for three mediocre ports, one hundred eighty for three mediocre ports. They upgraded. They won up themselves from three D Ulsters. this is terrible. It is what it is. You know, when a company is doing bad, they'll do anything to get back on the good side of gamers uh, of the consumer. See, but in order for them to be seen as doing bad, things have to not sell. Yeah, exactly. like people have to actually stop buying things. Mm-hmm. I still feel like no matter the controversy, there's enough people that don't pay attention to it or don't care mm-hmm. that will still support it. Like, again, I'll always bring up Pokemon Sword and Shield had massive fucking controversy around its release and still went on to be one of the best-selling Switch games. Yeah. Like, yes, it's Pokemon, but it also showed that it doesn't matter how big the controversy, it's still going to do well. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you can sit there and say, oh, but like constructive criticism led to like Arceus or whatever, which we still don't know much about. I I still feel like enough, the fact that Sword and Shield sold so well is going to showcase itself once we get a new generation. Mm -hmm. Unless Arceus can manage to outsell Sword and Shield, which I highly doubt. Yeah, well, it, I, it, it might. I mean, it's Pokemon. I think people are going to buy it regardless. I mean, has any Pokemon spinoff like, sold better than a mainline game, even ones that played like the mainline games? I don't think okay. this is a spinoff. This is a full-on mainline game. This is a mainline entry. They're kind of... I'm talking to... like a new generation. Um... Like, did, like, Let's Go didn't sell better than like any like new generation, I don't think, or at least like most of them. I mean, that was a, yeah. a little bit closer to the Switch life cycle, and when Sword and Shield came out, it kind of overshadowed it. I mean, it had been out for like a year by the time Sword and Shield came out. I guess. I don't know. Because, I again, a new Pokemon game every year. Yeah. I guess that's a fair, uh, uh, you know... Like, Coliseum and XD, granted, they were GameCube games, but I guarantee you they didn't sell better than uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, well, that was also because it was on the GameCube. <laughs> Versus the GBA. Like, I don't know. Like, you can sit and argue whether it's mainline or spin-off, but I still don't see it outselling Sword and Shield. Like, yes, it's Pokemon, so it'll do a lot. It'll sell a lot, but outselling a new generation, well, I, I just don't I, see. I, 
I need to see the game f more first for it to s say that it'll do better than Sword and Shield. You know, I I still feel like we don't know enough about this game. I you know this caught me thinking if Sega with Sonic was as popular as Mario was like in the same state as Mario was. Do you think they would be as open to fan games as they are now? No. No. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> you're right. If a company becomes really good with their IP and they're like selling a lot, they're gonna become more conservative with them and everything. I still haven't forgotten that Sega took down Streets of Rage fan game. They did. Yeah, I mean it's a long time ago, but I ain't gonna forget it. I thought you hated fan games though. I do, but like I also hate seeing people praise Sega as like this bastion of that lets people make fan games out of all their IPs. I mean, no, it's really just Sonic. And it's because Sonic is they can't make a good Sonic game themselves. What if they're just letting people do fan games so they can just steal all the ideas from... Sonic Mania. <laughs> like, well, Sonic Mania was literally made by indie people. That's, <laughs> well, like, that's what I mean, is like, that's kind of what I mean, is like, they made, like, they made, I mean, granted, they make fan ports of old Sonic games. I don't know if they ever made, like, an actual, like, fan game, fan game, like, original game that was used Sonic and shit. Like, they were still, like, fans that Sega was like, hey, you make a game for us now. All right, so, the NES and SNES online update. So, I just wanted to bring this in, because it did seem like it was some... A lot of people were just really talking about again, like people. Um, a big thing with this one, I mean, yeah, we we're back to getting updates every, god, 